everyone, and welcome to the Translator's Minicast. What is this minicast, you ask? Well, first off, I'm not sure if minicast is a word, but if it's not, we're making it one, which means a mini podcast series within a podcast series. And we've named it the Not Totally Boring Regulatory and Compliance Minicast, where your host, Julie Mochin, that's me, talks with Chief Compliance Officer and General Counsel to Risk Pros Affiliate, the Pacific Financial Group, about legislation, regulations, and compliance in the financial industry. We want to educate our listeners about boring topics, regulatory and compliance issues in a more entertaining way. We want to let the industry know that compliance officers are real people too. They're just trying to do their jobs, which is to protect the people that they work for. So remember, you're not working for the compliance officer. They're working for you. They're working for the firm. They're working for you if you're an advisor. They're to keep you safe, essentially. And we want to foster psychological safety, meaning it's okay to speak your mind. Be inquisitive instead of fearful. You know, we are all humans with very diverse ways of thinking And even though there are rules to follow, obviously, it doesn't mean that you can't speak and think freely. For me, the definition of oppression is losing the freedom to think and speak as an individual, which is why I think and speak way too much. Like right now. Okay, in this episode, I talked with Jason Lujan about what advisors, RIAs, and and broker-dealers are having to deal with in our ever-changing regulatory environment. Today, we're just going to keep it at a 30,000-foot view of the industry and how RiskPro can solve for some of these problems that financial firms and their representatives are dealing with. So Jason, we're going to talk today about what can RiskPro solve for. Is RiskPro for an advisor or for a compliance officer? Well, I, I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah, if we're talking about RiskPro, it's one of the few tools that should be equally as important to both the back office supervision, compliance, et cetera, and the advisor as far as portfolio construction, monitoring, and sales. Because on the one hand, it measures risk, which is good for the investor and the advisor to be able to articulate that to the investor. But for that exact reason, it's also good for the compliance officer who now has a benchmark. They have the risk tolerance questionnaire that the client signs. And that is now basically an investment policy statement based upon the risk growth proposal that then sets the tolerance range that compliance can now review. Same with the advisor and say, hey, is there a volatility drift here? Most platforms are just looking at allocation drift, right? If you're an 80-20 right. creeping over one or the other. But the real risk is in the volatility because what if an underlying security changes for whatever reason? It's a different rating, gets downgraded, gets upgraded, whatever it might be, buy, sell, et cetera. There might be different volatility in there. Okay. Let's look at it from the like a back office view first. If I'm a compliance officer and mm-hmm. I have, I don't know, 500, 1,000 advisors or registered reps that are working for the firm, my job every day is to essentially be the police. They're not looked at very kindly from, let's just put it in that perspective through that person's eyes. How would it make their job different? And what can it solve or prevent from a compliance officer's view? If you look at the three tenets of the compliance program is to prevent, detect, and correct violations of securities rules and regulations. And so the typical compliance officer is going to have to go, whether it's an annual review or a periodic review or some type of review of the current allocations, and then going against what the paperwork looks like, and then having that as a manual comparison. 
that's a boatload of work. And nobody really wants to do that, right? Because so much of the paperwork that's done, especially for older accounts, there's no nexus between the paperwork that gets submitted at the beginning when the account gets open to the current status of where the account is today because things change right. over time. Whereas when you have, say with Risk Pro, your day one application comes in and it has that number fixed in the system. And then it's pulling the data every single day and it's comparing today's information with which was provided in the past. So two things will happen. On the one hand, again, speaking from the compliance officer's perspective, yeah. right? Something will pop up and say, hey, wait a minute, something's askew. And that person can now go directly to that advisor and say, hey, we, we've noticed this issue. What's the situation? And there might be an explanation, right? Or it creates a call to action for the compliance officer to be able to reach out to the rep or advisor to say, please explain, okay? You can't do that if you have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of accounts that are, that where there's no nexus between what the investment policy statement of the client said or the risk tolerance question at the very beginning of a relationship as to where it is now. Maybe there's a life change where the rep did something because of a, a meeting with the client, you know, marriage, divorce, new child, college tuition, whatever it might be. So that's additional right. paperwork that gets put in the system. But again, with RiskPro, you can update that number, document what the update was, and then it continues to monitor going forward. Just for an advisor to keep track of clients is a full-time job, right? You could have so many different types of accounts in one household and not the same risk tolerance. There's the household and then you know, for all of the sub-accounts within the household to have different risk tolerance levels. For an advisor to be able to keep up with that is one thing. For a firm to be able to keep up with every advisor or registered representative that's investing for clients is obviously a daunting task. That is unless you have risk pro doing it for you, right? Right. So whereas most people look at the compliance officers as, oh my gosh, the individuals are coming and shut me down because I'm doing this or I'm afraid, or I don't want to, or I don't know, risk pro just really translates it into, well, here's what you're doing for the client, right? The most important part of this equation is the investor client. Both the advisor and the compliance officer have the same motivations to keep that client happy and safe. And so, right. but, but they approach it from two different ways. One's looking at it from a regulatory, is the advisor doing his or her job? And then the advisor looks at it, is, is my recommendation making or meeting or matching my client's expectation? Well, when you translate that into the risk pro, it comes out basically as a number, a statistical number that's proven up mathematically by PhDs in math who are way smarter than me, who can say that, yeah, this is a reasonable approach to this allocation based upon the questions that were asked and answered and signed off on by the investor client. So it really just creates a broad and deep file for that investor across compliance and the advisor. You know, when you look at the proposal and you look at what Risk Pro does, it's very intuitive. It's common sense. And as everyone's heard, you always heard me say, it's like my last three jobs, I was like, where has this tool been? And so the fact that it exists now is fantastic. Common sense is so good. <laughs> and so uncommon sometimes, unfortunately. It's, it should be named uncommon sense now. <laughs> right. Don't even get me started on that one. I know. Hey, Jason. The next podcast that you and I will have, we are going to touch on probably whatever's happening that, if it's okay with you, that you see as an attorney and an expert on regulatory legislation and compliance, what um, we should be looking at, right? 
Yeah, sure. There's obviously uh, a lot. I think that's coming down um, the pipe here. So I think that it's going to be whether changes coming from the new administration, changes to maybe in some of the FINRA rules, how that's playing into the advisor side, even Department of Labor, of course, has a lot of moving parts to it. So yeah, I think there's going to be plenty of topics that that we can address. I'm not going to give a time, but it'll be soon because I think we could probably do this fairly regularly. Thanks for the time and I look forward to our next conversations and uh, a lot going on. Interesting stuff. So long, pal. Happy trails. <laughs> this recording has been prepared and made available by RiskPro to be used for information purposes only. RiskPro is an investment risk profiling and portfolio construction software as a service platform developed by ProTools LLC. The information contained herein, including any expression of opinion, has been obtained from or is based on sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy or completeness is not guaranteed and is subject to change without notice. Any expressions of opinions reflect the views of the speakers and are not necessarily those of Pro Tools LLC or its affiliates. Pro Tools does not provide investment tax or legal advice. Investors should consult their financial tax or legal professionals before investing.